Crown Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. All right, gang, how you doing out there in podcast land? This topic today is very close to my heart, or it's near and dear because I do a lot of soul searching myself. I do a lot of coaching myself. And my goal, as you know, if you've been listening, is to help people improve. You know, it's mostly designed around health and fitness. And I really want to make sure that people are educated in that. But a lot of times in order to get better at health and fitness, you have to improve other things in your life as well. And priorities has been something that has come up over and over again through my coaching. And having the right priorities in your life helps you make the decisions that will make you successful or not successful in different areas of your life. So today I'm going to share with you these seven steps that I've used and found to be incredibly helpful with my clients to setting up your priorities for success. But before I jump into that, I want to make sure and talk about my partners that I am incredibly passionate about and that helped me to continue running this podcast. The first is a company called Inside Tracker, and you can check out insidetracker.com. For a long time, I was a hard, hard, hard charging athlete, not listening to my body, thought I was doing all of the right things, thought I was eating all of the right foods. I mean, I have a degree in kinesiology with emphasis in fitness, nutrition, and health. So I do a, I've done a lot of educating. I do it constantly. I'm always reading blogs, podcasts, books. I mean, this year I'm on track to hit like 70 books read this year. So I do a lot of educating constantly. So I thought I was doing all the right things. All of these top-level coaches, CrossFit and other, you know, Ironman, all that, they just said you got to work harder. You know, I've even heard of the saying from these coaches, you can't overtrain, you can just under-recover. So if I'm sleeping, you know, 10 hours a night, if I'm eating all the right foods, I should be recovering, right? Well, it turned out that I hit a complete wall in my training. Well, training and everything else. I mean, I remember... I was doing a workout that had 100 thrusters in it at 135 pounds, and every minute you had to do, it's like five burpees on the minute. And if you would have told me that I should fall asleep, like someone that I really respected was like, you should roll over on the gym floor and you should fall asleep right now, I could have done it. And that's when I knew that something was wrong. And I started figuring out what I needed to be doing in order to actually listen to my body. It turned out that for a long time, I'd been not only overtraining, but poisoning myself with, it actually was red meat. And I thought that, you know, in CrossFit, we're told paleo and eat all this meat and whatnot. And I was, and I'd, I still believe that it's not a bad thing for everybody. But for me, Inside Tracker helped me see that it wasn't right for me. It was raising my blood sugar. It was giving me too much iron. So... What happened is I went to Inside Tracker. I did their ultimate program. I got my blood work done and it popped out a nutritional analysis of what I needed to eat, which was pretty funny because it was similar to what I was eating, you know, 5 or so years ago. 
I started eating that way and I kid you not, I started feeling better that week and in the next four weeks, I lost 10 pounds of body fat without seeming to lose any muscle and started feeling more energized and having more strength in the gym. It was nuts how quick this transformation was. So that's why I am a huge advocate of using Inside Tracker every four to six months, depending on how many things you need to improve upon. Get on it, use Inside Tracker, use the discount code All Around Joe. I recommend it to all my family, friends, everybody that trains with me at the gym. It is so important to know exactly what your body needs as far as food and supplementation and training goes that it is just the most important thing. So InsideTracker.com, use code Joe. It has changed my life, and I hope it will change yours as well. Actually, I know it will if you do it. Next up is Whoop. Whoop, spelled W-H-O-O-P, and you can find them at whoop.com, is an awesome, most advanced activity tracker that I know of. It tells you if you're recovered, if you should be training, which, as you know my previous story, is very valuable to know. It takes your sleep into account, your daily stress into account, and those guys over at Whoop are constantly improving their product. So if you want to check out Whoop, I have all of my athletes pretty much at the gym on it. It's super cool. You can, even if you just improved your sleep because of it, it'd be totally worth it. But you can get a discount by using the code Joe over at whoop.com. That's W-H-O-O-P.com. It is an always-on activity tracker, even in the shower. <laughs> And it helps you to perform better, live better, feel better. So check that out at whoop.com. All right, guys, those are my partners. Let me know if you have any questions about them. And let's get to the meat and potatoes of the seven steps to setting your priorities for success. Like I said, I have worked with hundreds, if not thousands of people at this point, haven't been keeping track but I've been working with a lot of people. And a common theme that comes up with the people that have trouble adhering to and making progress with their health and fitness and life even are the priorities they've set up for themselves. So what I mean by this is, let's say you have an average week or a normal your normal week. Your priorities meaning the things that you find important to you are going to help you decide or make the decisions that you're going to move you through that week or that day. For example, let's say you're at work and you have an appointment at the gym, 6 p.m. That's when you registered for your class and you have a work project that is you could keep working on or... You could go to the gym, improve your health and fitness. So your priorities there are going to determine whether you're going to stay at work, working on that project, or whether you're going to go and make sure that your body is happy and healthy. So here's where I'm going to jump in and tell you what my priorities are and what I think everybody's priorities are, should be. Um, And this may rub you the wrong way, and I understand that it might, and it has before, but I have real good reasons for why I believe the priority should be here, okay? So priority number one, 
should be your health, which includes fitness, nutrition. Priority number two, family and friends. I group those things together. I think it's a lot of bullshit when people say, oh, blood and all that crap. It's like, man, if I have a good friend, they're family. That's, it's all wrapped up the same. Then work, then entertainment. Where this rubs people the wrong way, and it might be rubbing you the wrong way right now, is that I place, and you should place, health and fitness above family and friends. You hear that? Health and fitness above family and friends. Because if you are not healthy, sorry, I'm yelling at the mic right now. If you are not healthy, you cannot support your family and friends properly. And if you don't take this seriously, then you're going to have health problems. You're going to live a shorter life. You're not going to be there. You're not going to, not only that, you're not going to be as aware. You're not going to be as helpful. You're not going to be as in tune with your family and friends if you're not healthy. You're not going to be as productive at work if you're not healthy. I mean, people are telling me all the time, well, you know, I work these long hours because that's my goal. I want to get ahead, blah, 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 blah. How about making your brain and your body work better so that you can achieve more faster so that you don't have to work as many hours? Because the truth of the matter is these people that think it's fun and cool to say they work 12-hour days and all that crap, that's some bullshit because you cannot be productive for 12 hours in a row. I've tried. I try a lot. You know, I will try and get ahead. I, I believe that there are certain times that you have opportunities to work like that. Man, anybody that tells me that they can actually produce at a high level for more than like four or five hours in a row, they are kidding themselves. All right. They, and trust me because I optimize for everything. I track it all. You know, it is not, it's not applicable. It's not you can't do it. Maybe you could do four or five hours, then you take a solid nap or break or go to the gym and then come back and you can do, you know, another few hours hard charging. But taking that day and the way that our normal workday week and days are set up so that you can charge through, you know, eight hours in a row, that's not productive time. It is not. It's ridiculous how people think that that's going to actually get good productivity. Unless you're at some sort of a job that doesn't really require high level thinking and you're just, you know, counting beans, it's not it's not working for you. So, the priorities that you need to have are health, fitness, nutrition, number 1, family and friends, number 2, work, entertainment, number 3, number 4. And it should be this way and the reason it should be this way is because those things are going to help you decide how to live your life. I see it every single day. If if you have a gym or nutrition type of thing scheduled, if it's priority number one, then it's going to happen. You know, someone asks you to go to the bar, happy hour, whatever, but that's scheduled, it's an easy decision. You say no. You say, oh, I got to go to the gym. You know, I don't care if you ask me to go to this really cool thing that's not my priority. And it makes these decisions so, so easy. But here's the other hard thing, and I I realize this, is if you've decided your whole life up to this point is, you know, work or family are number one and health is number two or number three type down down the list, which is going to end in disaster, 
then it makes it hard to change your priorities. I understand that. So these seven steps are going to help you to decide how to or help you figure out how to make them a priority. And it's going to be work. You're going to have to get inside of your brain with a wrench and you're going to have to loosen some of these nuts and bolts and you're going to have to tighten others. All right. You are going to have to make your brain hurt a little bit, rewire itself, change things up. Okay. And the reason you're going to be doing this, the reason is because of your family, is because of your friends. I hope you're starting to wrap your mind around that. I've seen it way too many times when we've got these these friends and family that I, I see in my life, these clients that I work with in my life, and they get to, you know, 35, 40, 45 years old, and they are not healthy anymore, right? They decided at 25 or 30 that they were going to focus on their work, right? And they say, I'm focusing on my work for my family, which I understand that, but you need to focus on your health for your family and your work first, because if you don't, then you're going to end up in this 35, 40, 45 year old body that is just falling apart. And the truth is that should be your prime. That should be the prime. We don't even know what our prime is yet. Unfortunately, things like, and communities like CrossFit are helping us figure that out because we don't know because people have really shot themselves in the face with how our society is set up by not treating our bodies well so that we're having all of this disease and crap that hits us really early on. I think it's it's very fitting right now. I just had a birthday. I just turned 37 and people ask, you know, how old are you? And I started to think about that. I was like, and our you know, we look at like old or age, how old you are as not necessarily being a good thing um, once you hit a certain point. You know, it's like, how many years have you lived? That's a better way of asking it. How many years have you lived? Uh, Just because we have these societal thoughts about age and and that it's bad. And I've been explaining to people that I've tried, I'm working on, I have actually, for the most part, detached from what that number means. And the reason why is because I feel better now than I did when I was 25. And a lot of people are like, oh, I jump, you know, if you ask them what age they like best or would like to jump to, it's like 20, 25, 20, you know, in your 20s type of thing. It's like, man, I recover better now. I sleep better now. I think better now. All of these things, you know, more successful now. There's nothing that I can think of that I would really want a reason that I would really want to jump to, you know, I'm in better shape now. And I work, you know, I worked out just as hard then. I've just, you know, you've learned about your body, you figure things out, you, you play that game and you get better and better and better at it. So think about that. Age should not be an indicator of your health, of anything to do with how old your body is. Your body can, is a going to be determined by how well you take care of it, the age of the actual body or the, you know, how that is perceived to you, to everybody else. Okay. So start thinking about things like that. So jumping back into these seven steps and and how you're going to make that happen. All right. I, like I said, I understand that you're going to have to adjust how you think. 
And these are the steps that I have done in order to pretty much upgrade or, or step up or help your get your priorities in line for success. First thing, number one is write it all down. If it's hard for you, do it daily. If you're finding this easy, do it weekly or start daily and then move to weekly. All right. And what does that mean by write it all down? I want you to write down not necessarily your goals, but they are kind of your goals, like what you're going to accomplish in the next week. Okay, I'm going to the gym five times. I'm going to eat food that is nutrition, nutritious and fueling my ultimate body. I'm going to be strong and set my priorities up so that I will make quality decisions all week long. Write these things down. Be fun with them. Be playful with them. Have these names for yourself. You know, I know Tony Robbins likes to use the I am an Adonis, and that's one that drives him. Uh, I use one that's like, I'm a physical machine, right? I treat my body like a machine. You know, if your car needs oil or gas, you put it in there. Your body is the same way. What does your body need? That's why I love this thing, this company Inside Tracker. It helps you to identify what your body actually needs. It's things that the doctors should have been doing for freaking decades. Silly that they don't have programs like that set up. We need to just look at what your body needs on the inside and then and actually give your body what it needs. Okay, so you're going to do that. I, I highly recommend if, if you can pull it off doing that daily, just get yourself into that routine and then weekly after that. But if daily seems like it's too much, then schedule a time I prefer on like a Sunday evening or let's say like a Sunday morning, Sunday evening or Monday morning, right? So it's setting yourself up for the week. Just find that time that you can do it. If it's morning coffee on Sunday or Monday, do that. And that's a, a good ritual, right? Write it down. Write down as many of these things as you can. Just make sure that you use an authoritative voice. Make sure that you're what you're going to accomplish is clear and concise and that you have energy and fun with them. That's all you got to do. All right. Number two, find someone to model your life after. Success leaves clues. This could be someone that you read about and you can consume all of their books. This could be someone that has a podcast that you can really get inside of their head and hear how they think about things. It could be a friend. It could be really anybody that you think has their priorities set up correctly and just consume as much information as you can about them. Sometimes it means reading the book multiple times, right? Listening to the podcast multiple times, setting up your life around how they do things. It's way easier to do that. It's like you, when they say that the most successful people, or let me put it this way, successful people learn from their mistakes, but the really successful people learn from other people's mistakes, So they didn't have to make those mistakes themselves. Same idea here. If you find that person that you can model your life after, after, they potentially have either had the mistakes and learned from them and now they're doing the things right or they've learned from someone else's mistakes and you can just do the exact same thing and model after them. Number three, figure out and schedule a routine. We as human beings are 
habit creatures, all right? And there, our priorities will set up how these habits work. For example, I have a habit of going to the gym. Well, I go to the gym pretty much uh, six days a week. But uh, depending on how my body is feeling and how my recovery, what my whoop score is and all that fun stuff, I'm going to work out. I actually do work out, now that I think about it, probably seven days a week if you consider uh, recovery cardio type of stuff. But that's my priority is to be very health, healthy and very fit so that I can be more productive and give more to my family and friends and my work. So the routine of that is that I have my workouts scheduled every single day. I know exactly when I'm going to be into the gym, when I'm going to be running, all of that stuff to the point where I don't even need to have it scheduled anymore. I could have a completely clean schedule. I know that, you know, at between 2.30 and 3.30, I'm headed to the gym every single day for the most part. And sometimes things will uh, need to be adjusted. So like today, I think I'm headed in the gym at 4.30 because I have a call, but I don't have anything behind that. So I could be at the gym from 4.30 to 7. No big deal. That's fine. But it's in there. It's scheduled. It's routine. And once you do that, then you, once you get into the routine, the beauty of it is that you do not have to continue thinking about it. You're on autopilot, but you have to schedule it and you have to create that routine for it to work. And that's the important thing. Whether that's on your computer, your phone, your, you know, journal, whatever it is, your daily planner, schedule it and make sure that it becomes a priority that you stick to that schedule. Next up, or number four, Record your findings slash results every week. So what you should do is when you're writing down your weekly or daily goals, one time per week, could ideally it's around that same time so that you can just batch those things together, you're going to start off by recording your findings. So let's say Sunday morning, I get up, grab my coffee. I'm going to write down what went well over the last week, um, and what I'd like to change, okay? So let's say that I had something come up and I skipped a workout on Wednesday. I'm going to write down that I made a, I would have liked to changed that decision and had gone to the gym because it did not align with my priorities, all right? But let's say that Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I went to the gym, so I'm going to write down, hey, I went to the gym, it was hard, but it felt good, I improved myself, uh, that was, I, you know, hung out with some people that are good, influential people for me, you write it all down, I enjoyed, you know, having dinner with the family at home on Thursday night, we ate quality food, I felt great the next day, my digestion was awesome, <laughs> All of that stuff. Write it down. Write what you, you know, it's like, it's kind of like a scorecard. You cannot really improve things unless you measure them. And this is, there's a system for measurement here. Number five, look for a success partner or coach. All right. 
And this could be the same as number two, like model, if you're modeling some after someone and they happen to be a, they could be your success partner, like someone that's a few rungs ahead of you on the rope. Uh, but a lot of times it's going to be somebody different. Okay. So a success partner is going to be someone that it could be a gym partner, right? The person that you look up to at the gym, you know, and you, you say, Hey, can I start working out with you? And you never know. They might be like, yeah, you know, if somebody comes up to me and be like, Hey, can I come work out with you? I'd be like, sure, but I'm going to work out at this time every day. You know, these are my priorities. Uh, it's not flexible. So if you want to show up and work out with me, sure, by all means, uh, I don't, you know, it's my workout. I'm selfish about that time. So if you want to come and just follow and ask questions, that's fine. We're not going to change anything because, you know, that's my priority. Uh, if you want to hire me for to be a coach, though, that's a different thing, right? So then hiring a coach is something that is good because they can hold you accountable for these particular things, right? For your setting your priorities, for your reflection, you know, recording these things, asking questions about how they did it. Your coach should be somebody that has led the way for you, that is doing the things that you want to be doing. It's important. They should also be very good at, at understanding where you're at and giving you strategies for how to get better. But having a success partner or coach is incredibly valuable. And I highly recommend that you pay this person. You're going to be like, what? But if you put money in front of something like this, you are more likely to do it. So pay them. You know, I recommend it big time. Pay them more than you think. If they have a big number and you can afford it, pay it. Number six, reassess every three months to make sure you're on track. And if you have a coach, you can do this with your coach. But you want to make sure that these little things are getting you in the right, moving you in the right direction. And this is just like a, a larger reassessment than your weekly check-ins. You know, what I liked, what I didn't like. It's kind of like it, it's a, you know, a thousand foot view where you go up in the air and you look and make sure that your, your line is moving in the right direction, which you can't really necessarily see it when you're on the ground. And you just check in. It doesn't have to take that long, but you schedule it. You check in. And three months is just a, a good amount of, of time to know. This could be once a month. It could be every other month. It, you know, But starting off with three months is a good place to start where you reassess every three months. And if you need to make changes, make changes. There's nothing wrong with that. And you'll get better and better at it, and you'll start to be able to do it on the fly. But at first, it might be every three months. You know, You realize, ah... Working out three days a week is not getting me towards my goals. I need to work out four days a week. I'm not getting there fast enough. The person that I'm modeling myself after is needs to be changed. I found some things that I didn't necessarily want to model myself after, or I'm moving past them, and that's fine. That's what your reassessment is for. So make that reassessment. Schedule it. Schedule at a time when you know that you're not going to miss it. You want to always make this. It has to be a priority. Even do it at a location. So like uh, set yourself up to do this at a coffee shop or at dinner or something like that. So you put it in your calendar and you actually put the address in the calendar so that you know that you have a date with yourself every three months to do that. It's a pretty interesting thing. 
I, I highly, highly recommend you do this one. And the seventh is just added on to that every three months, which I already talked about, is just adjust your course and continue. So you just adjust from that, you know, thousand foot view. Am I going in the right direction? And if you are, then you just keep on doing what you're doing. That's totally fine. If you need to adjust though, which you will at times, you adjust that course and you move forward to get those priorities in line of having your health and fitness be number one, friends and family number two, work number three, and then entertainment number four. Okay? You have to align yourself with those priorities in order to make the correct decisions in your everyday life. Trust me, it gets to the point where you'll have something come up, whether it be eating some bad food, working late on a project, uh, you know, going out to the bar, whatever it may be, and you just snap decision, you know, going kayaking, sure, that aligns with my goals, right, I got time for that, it aligns with my goals, I can go kayaking today instead of going to the gym, whatever, it just, either it fits in the box or it doesn't fit, and it becomes that easy as long as you follow these steps, of writing it down, find someone to model after, figure out your schedule routine, record it results weekly, look for a partner, a coach, reassess every three months, adjust course, and continue. It really comes down to being that easy. So all I want to do is help you guys improve. If you have any questions about that, I love it when you put the comments down in the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 91. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 91. Or you can shoot me an email if you don't want to put them in the in the show notes. That's fine as well. Joe at allaroundjoe.com. But I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I hope it didn't rub you the wrong way too much. But this is where I've found success. This is how you can upscale your life. This is how you can help your family and friends more. Not only will you help yourself, which will help them, but it will also set an example for them to do the same thing. So it is something that you can do that will better yourself and those around you, which is my goal and should be your goal as well. All right. Make sure that you check out InsideTracker.com. Use the code ALLAROUNDJOE to get yourself a discount. It has changed my life. It has changed the life of those around me. I recommend it to everybody. If you are a tracking nerd or want to improve your fitness or your sleep, check out WHOOP.com. That's W-H-O-O-P.com. And use the code ALLAROUNDJOE. Always on Activity Tracker, the best one that I know of with a team of badasses behind it that are always improving and looking to improve your life as well. The All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.